2: Hi, I'm Jamie Winco. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen.
1: From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars.
3: The Bathurst 1000 is run and done for another year, but as like 2020, it also was the final round of the championship, and crowned as champion was Shane van Gisbergen. I caught up with him on Sunday night after the 1,000.
2: Yeah, that suited our our car, I guess, and then the, we didn't struggle at Eastern Creek, but it's not our typical kind of track. But yeah, got the most points there, which was awesome. Um, yeah, we just had a really good year, and our team is um, our team's awesome. It's super cool to be a part of it, and yeah atmosphere here is just great so um, we, we've had a lot of fun. And again,
3: a super competitive car at Bathurst, which, you know, the 25 was quick but you were trying to keep them honest all day.
2: Yeah I, I probably pushed too hard in the last stint and that was our undoing with the tyre. Um, they were a lot faster than us all day. When it was a fuel race I thought we were competitive, our economy was quite good and we were able to extend our stints quite well um, with the fuel saving. but. As soon as it was a flat-out race, um, they were just too fast and watching chairs, obviously his car was good, but he was driving very well and no, making no errors.
3: Now, you started the year with a New Zealand Grand Prix win, yeah. rallying uh, over there in New Zealand with a was it Race to the Clouds, I can't remember, but you were winning. Then you come on, win the championship. Yeah. Are we going to see a rallying again in 2022?
2: Well, I hope so, but just this weekend, Jack's Ridge got cancelled, so... I was really wanting to go and do that um but i don't think it's going to happen but yeah i hope to do more rally next year the calendar doesn't look that good unfortunately for for date conflicts but we'll do what we can and of course we're
3: all going well back to Pukekohe in 2022 where you'll be able to celebrate your championship
2: with your home crowd oh any new zealand track would have been good you know and even a double hitter after two years not going there it's a shame a year and a half or two years later, COVID's still affecting us, but it is what it is. But, yeah, I miss racing in front of all the Kiwi fans, but also my friends and family. Like, Dad hasn't been to a race since Clipsal 2019, so it would be good to have him back at a race. I have seen a
3: document from the new owners that had Endurance Race New Zealand.
2: Oh, yeah, Pukekohe probably wouldn't suit it, but there's lots of other tracks there that would be, would be epic. You know, Highlands would be good. Maybe a bit far from a town, but Ruapuna, I love that track, and it's super close to Christchurch, massive city. Ruapuna would maybe needs better pit facilities, but it's a perfect track. You know, the, it's like Queensland Raceway, where you can see anything from everywhere, but it's got a good track in the middle of it. So Ruapuna would be perfect. I wish we could race there.
3: What's the chances they're going to fix the calendar and you'll be ARC next year?
2: Oh, I don't know if I'll do the whole season, but I hopefully can do a round or two. I saw that Red Bull announced they were supporting it, and hopefully that includes us. But trying, but you know, rally's an expensive sport, and especially when you're a novice and a rookie, you know, there's plenty of good rally drivers out.
3: Well, Roland Dane, another chapter in your interesting career and life closing. How do you uh, summate ten minutes after it's over?
4: Oh, um, yeah, disappointing not to not to get a result here today, but. Um, <laughs> That's life, you know. We've uh, had a red hot go, and uh, but the 25 car was uh, all credit to them was was faster than anyone. So we were <coughs> we were faster than everyone else, but but them. And um, so Shane tried, but um, ultimately we didn't come away with the prize. So disappointing, but um, yeah, we still won. Another championship drivers, another championship teams, another championship Super 2, so we're not going to complain about the year. A credit to the organisation,
3: you're spreading yourself further and further, going wider and wider every year, not just in racing but in all the components and everything else. And at no stage have you ever let the performance of the team drop.
4: No, we've, we've been there or thereabouts since 2000, 2005. Um, so, and that's what's. Um, yeah that's what matters to me so we're we're always in the hunt how does roland dane celebrate this chapter i'll I'll go on the piss with everyone tonight and then probably have a headache tomorrow same as usual two weeks of uh, partying before you can get back home are you going somewhere else beforehand no i'm hoping to go to Abu Dhabi on wednesday uh, watch some formula one on my way to london to spend christmas with my other daughter well, we wish you were very happy and safe travels and look forward to seeing you back here
3: because I'm sure you're going to have a good close eye on it. And you're an Aussie too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. No, don't,
4: I'll be back in Brisbane very soon.
5: I'm here with Mark Dutton. It's moments after the race. And it's not one of the great ones for 888, but fortunately they've got enough history here that they've had great ones here. But you're not going to reflect on them now. Just today, there were numerous things that happened during your day. Obviously, the tyre on 888.
1: What actually happened there? The tires are uh, a minor thing. So ultimately, we didn't have the pace. We didn't have the pace. So um, yeah, Shane, Garth in particular. They you know they, Garth got us off to a magnificent start on that car. CL didn't put a foot wrong. Neither did Jamie. Um, yeah, we, we double stacked on eighty eight. That that kept us off the podium with that car. That's disappointing. But as, as for the tire, we um, we didn't want to finish second. They were quicker than us. We were pushing harder than we than we. Should have. Overused it? I've Overused it, but we weren't happy with second. And the only way to, to possibly go for the first with them having a quicker car was to pressure them yep. and, uh, and see if they, they put a foot wrong. Um, they didn't, and, uh, and, and ironically, our tie uh, let us down. But you, uh, you, there's no issue with the team there with regards to those decisions because yep. championship was sealed up. When we talk about going harder at these events when the championship's sealed up, that's what it looks like. It looks like saying, second's not good enough, let's go for first.
5: Okay, I understand all that and I think that a lot of people who follow not only supercars but also Triple Eight would say, we understand totally what you're doing there. Overall, the team performed magnificently all year because those times when you had tough ones, you've come back and fought hard at places and actually had the wins and things like that. So your win-loss ratio has been fantastic through the year, that opening bout which is now, unfortunately, a long way away from where you are now. But that opening bout of Shane, six in a row, was it six or seven in a row? Six in a row, I think. It was. I can't
1: remember at this moment. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. a but, lot. But it was
5: a lot, and uh, and here, it was started the whole thing. Um, it's been a magnificent year. You're now seeing a, a big change in the team. Obviously, a man who's been your driver is now going to be standing next to you, or behind you, or in front of you, or somewhere nearby. Um, that's going to be a very different world for you because you've been on the phone to him for years.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of really big changes happening. Obviously, there's, there's Jamie stepping in for, you know, tag team and Roland out and stepping in. There's, there's Couchy stepping away. There's Wes stepping away. So more changes than ideally you'd like. But um, as a team, I believe we've got the depth. Roland, you're stepping away, but not that far away. If, uh, if we're doing a good job, uh, he, he, he'll be far enough away. Uh, if we're not, he'll, he'll be standing over our shoulder, you know, flicking us on the ear, telling us to, to listen up, so, which is what we want. He, he cares so much about this sport, this team, that he won't be too far away if he's needed. If he's not, that means we're doing a good job.
5: One of the things that you've achieved this year is taking Shane out of the ruck of 11 blokes who won a single championship. you put him in a very select group of drivers who I have seen perform, all of them, of two-time winners, Norm Beachy, Glenn Seaton and Marcus Ambrose. And certainly Shane sits there amongst them and can hold his head up as, you know, truly remarkable.
1: Sh- Shane's been amazing this year. Like, you, every, the team's done a great job, so so I don't want to take away from that. But Shane, for sure, he, it started with his off-season. He was so focused. He was racing as he does, everything and anything. And I believe the, the most work, the most preparation... Um, pays dividends and, and and Shane had such a great lead into to this season with all the things that were happening around the world still there was restrictions and this that and the other but Shane was so focused by doing everything. So and I'm a true believer of those who work the hardest get the get the best results. So he deserves it. The team works super hard for that so really proud of, of him. It was amazing to be part of it and, and the team the team emulates that the team for sure has been been really proud to to see Shane operating at that level.
5: Okay now, have you got an isolation problem before
1: you go back to Queensland? Uh, To go back to Queensland, it's just a matter of waiting till the borders open, hopefully they open That's potentially tomorrow potentially. Yes, that'd be great that'd be great, then we're home a little bit early Maybe do it Wednesday, so we can have a few beers first, and yep. then, then we'll head home.
5: Okay. And uh, as far as the teams concerned, I mean, you, you've been working very hard producing a Gen Three Camaro. But what's now the work schedule between now and, and when the first race comes up?
1: A lot, a lot more than more than we'd ideally like. But because uh, there's obviously Bathurst Twelve Hours, we compete in GT. There's yep. a lot of things happening. Uh, we're trying to gear up to, to produce the Gen 3 cars. Yep. So that there's a lot going on that, that we'll make sure we, we nail. But in the same sense we do have to restate crew. Our crew's worked amazingly hard this year. Um, and and I say that because not everyone in Pit Lane's done done the Gen 3 project and other projects we've had on go. That's that's our choice to be involved in that. Yeah. Um, we care a lot about giving back to the sport. And, and, and growing it, and, and I think that was evident, you know, both uh, the cars that we produced and DJR this weekend. Uh, everything I've seen from the fans has been, been super encouraging that we've got such good race cars to look forward to, so um, off the back of that is, uh, yeah, we, we need a bit of downtime. A brief
5: conversation I had with Roland the other day about uh, his future, and he wasn't dictating as such on what you're doing in Triple Eight racing, but he talked about Asia uh, GTs. Is that that got an immediate to it sort of thing or is that later next year?
1: Well, it all depends on the borders. Obviously, we were right. doing Asian GT before COVID came along. Yep. So now COVID's here. We we we've got to adapt, and and we're hoping to do Asian GT next year for sure. And you know, we've got an amazing relationship with with Prince Jeffrey and uh, and yep. the Johor Royals. And uh, he's such an amazing guy. There's such an amazing family to be associated with. You know, we we want to see him and his and his younger brother Boo grow as race car drivers because they're so passionate about it. And uh, it's exciting to be part of.
5: Okay. All right, well, thank you very much, Mark Dutton. Enjoy your Christmas break, and uh, I hope all you boys come back refreshed. Thanks for listening to my rambles.
3: Well, Brock Feeney, it's good to see you're okay after what looked like a, a pretty hard hit into the wall up on the top of the mountain.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all good. body's fine. Um, to be honest, I could go for another 1000 k race. I, I actually feel really good. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm devastated, mate, and and the weekend and this for the whole crew, I'm so devastated because you know we're a lap down, we got a pit lane penalty, and we come back up. We're fighting in the top ten, and you know I had the the leaders are in sight. To be honest, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm devastated to end up in the fence. It's just a, a tiny little mistake around here, but it's so costly, and you find the consequences pretty quick. But uh, yeah, just devastated for not only myself but the the whole team.
3: On the upside, you always have to look for the positive after Bathurst. And that is, you know, you've got great speed in a car that you're going to be racing all full time next
0: year. Yeah, no, it certainly is good. You know, that was a good thing about this weekend. There wasn't really any pressure. It was just for me to go out and find my feet and to think where our pace was. I think I haven't had a proper look at it, but I'm pretty sure we're really strong for most of that race and was actually passing people, unlike, you know, a lot of people that were sort of just stuck behind them. So. Um, it was good fun to get a gauge of what these other guys are like and it gives me a lot of confidence going into next year that we got really good speed and um, I enjoyed it so much out there like I was behind Jamie for bits and it was pretty cool for me because it was my last chance to race Jamie uh, but yeah the people I was racing have been doing it for so many years and to come in and do that and you know my first main, main drive has been pretty cool so uh, hopefully it's a good confidence boost for next year
3: and- I don't think Russell had driven a Triple Eight car before he jumped in with you this weekend, Sue. So both first time in a Triple Eight main game car.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was a big learning curve for both of us, and you know, especially Russell. He's been out of the saddle for five years. So, um, yeah, I think it was a big learning curve for both of us this weekend. But, you know, Russell did a good job. He did what he was supposed to do. He kept the car clean. And at the end of the day, we we had a shot at top, like, yeah, I think with P9, a few things went wrong with other guys, but, uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm spewing so much that I didn't see the chequered flag, but it's been a really cool last six months, you know, with Russell, we've got along so well, but, you know, super cheap auto have been awesome and so have Triple Eight. so it's been an amazing, you know, part of my life these last six months and something I'll, you know, always think about, my first main game drive here at Bathurst, but, uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't have the fairy tale ending that we we're thinking of.
3: One thing it does have is it's been part of a very interesting promotional campaign, and that's the big thing about all these feeder categories: the promotional and the commercial side of the business is nothing in the other categories like it is when you get to the main game. And you've been in a, an interesting situation. Last year's sponsor of the race isn't this year's sponsor of the race, but it was definitely the sponsor on your car, and they were very heavily trying to promote you guys on top of putting the pressure you had on of just getting into the race
0: yeah exactly you know Supercheap put in a massive effort obviously um, they lost the naming rights for this race and they wanted to be involved in the Bathurst 1000 no matter what so they've been on the triple eight cars this year but to do the wild card and represent such an amazing brand and so many staff and companies involved in the group is is awesome and they've been so good to me and russell promoting us as much as they can And I think we did get a lot out of it this week. And, you know, for the first few sessions, we didn't really get shown at all. But the fans got behind us and really pumped us up. And, um, you know, I've done a little bit of scrolling through my phone since the race. But I've had a lot of messages from people. Um, And, yeah, I I just really hope Supercheap got the value out of this. I I know they were really happy with myself and Russell. But, um, I, you know, I love being a part of the group this year. And, you know, they really made us feel welcome.
3: What's Christmas got in store
0: for you? Uh, we got a couple of weeks at Kingscliff until the border reopens, so um, yeah, go hang out with the team, hang out with some mates, and yeah, it's going to be a big, ne- it's going to be a very big next year. So just looking forward to the next couple of weeks, sort of the rundown of the year, uh, we'll be able to chill out for a little bit, and Christmas with the family, and then um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I've I've got some. You know, pretty. After, after the result today, I'm pretty excited for next year, what's to come, but just keen to get in back in the gym, keep working, get back in a race car, it's all, it's all I want to do.
3: Well, There's a lot of fishermen in the group, it's going to be at Kingscliff, are you much of a fisherman?
0: No, nah, certainly not a fisherman, but i got my golf clubs and my cycle bike will be there and my PS4, so I'm sure I'll have plenty of fun. Have a great Christmas and we look forward to seeing you at the other end of the grid in 2022. Thank you very much, cheers.
3: I hope you enjoyed those interviews with Brock Feeney, Roland Dane and Shane Van Gisbergen. we'll have more from Bathurst in our next show on Inside Supercars. Until then, keep smiling and bye for now.
1: Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.